news tonight, right? Right. Nobody's sick. Everybody feeling good? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. far. So right. far, so good. good. What is this, the third try we've had to have you on here? Yeah. I, I think last so. week was fair enough, though. Man. It was fair. Cats were playing. It was. And I texted yeah. Scott, and I was like, look, man. I said, you know you cancel our ass if the Bengals were. He said, you damn right. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we first started this, uh, you were the first person to text us to be like, I'm digging it. It's cool. Yeah. Love what you're doing, man. So glad to have you. Welcome to Weekend Superstar. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. We got Mr. Scott Sid and of the Backroads Band with us. Whoop, whoop. Now, I was trying to think of when we met, which was probably 09, because that's when I first started playing the city. And we were talking about, we've talked before with other people about mm-hmm. house bands. Mm-hmm. You're probably one of the last ones in town when that was still a thing you know like yeah yeah I, yeah, I believe you're right you and Puddin were kind of on the last tail end of that phase yeah and then it just went to no house bands anywhere yeah 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 we did that and um I think if I remember right we would do three weekends on one weekend off we wouldn't would come in yeah. yeah I remember and um and then it got to where I you know as you guys know, hey, we need a break. It's, you know, getting a little crazy and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So we left, man, and it wasn't a week. And uh, Horseshoes called. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're thinking about doing this thing with you guys and Brad. You know, two weekends, and Brad gets two weekends, Brad and Alfred. I was like, all right. Well, let's do it, you know. Yeah. And then all my guys, I was like texting them all, hey, we got this kid. And they're like, well, I thought we was taking a break. I'm like, well... <laughs> We took a week off, that you know, here. so, you know, that's kind of where it went. And then, um, we were playing there. Of course they, they always had good Thursday night deals with ladies night and whatnot at horseshoes. And, uh, I looked up one night and it was packed and I see Brock <laughs> and I'm like, Hey man, what's up? He was just out there hanging out, talking and whatnot. But we we did our little stint there for a while, and uh, then really took a break, and then got back into it doing the whole rotation thing. It kind of limited where we were playing. Right. Yeah. We're like all right, we don't want to go too far out now, and you know. I remember when uh, when I first started playing with Puddin, that was kind of my well, that was my first you know venture into the country thing, and George had left the city at that point, and that was all I was familiar with, but when we started playing and you were the house band. I didn't know you yet. And my first thought was, we got to get him out of that spot. Yeah. Like I remember <laughs> having that competitive, like yeah. that yeah. fire of like, I want this gig, you know? Yeah. And then we did the rotating thing and then we got to know each other and it was cool. But I was like, it was never like a, a malicious thing. It was just a, man, yeah. I want that spot. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was that first feeling yeah. of having that. Y'all came in right after me, didn't you? I believe there was a stint where there was Avery and then and then he backed was it that one guy I can't think of his name Tim yes yes. didn't he back Tim or your band back Tim no he came in there and played with us one night until uh, Dale Dickens (laughs) 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 man how'd you get started what got you the bug so probably back in high school I had a cousin they played guitar, and I always thought it was cool, and uh, I would sit around with him, and he first thing he taught me how to play was Smoke on the Water, you know, pretty simple. And then I got the little bug, so I think that 
if I remember right, the following year for Christmas, I got a guitar and an amp, and it was probably like a first act thing or something, you know. How old are you talking? Oh, I don't know, 13, 14? Yeah. Yeah. And um, kind of started doing a little bit from there, and then I had some other friends that played. Uh, one of my good buddies played drums back there, Kevin Roseberry, and his dad was actually in a band um, called Backroads. And I would always just go to his garage, it's where his dad's band practice, and we'd just listen to him all the time. And yeah. during practice, they'd let me get up and sing and, you know, things like that. So that's kind of where it started and then just kind of got the bug from there. Our first high school band, we were called a Hard Liquor. And I think we knew three songs. <laughs> and uh, our first gig, I remember, was in a field on a wagon. And... Um, we had a lamp and took the shade off so we'd have light yeah. and just moth and mosquitoes everywhere <laughs> when we played that night. Nice. So that was like our first official gig. Paid for three I, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, uh, you know, beverages were passed around and whatnot. Right, yeah. but, uh, so like my first band, we had a bass player who uh, we always unplugged his amp because he couldn't play, mm -hmm. but he owned all the gear. Yep. And so, you know, he'd start out thumping around. Somebody would always sneak back by and just pull the plug out of the wall. By that time, yeah. it was so loud, he never knew the difference. So. Yep, yep. <laughs> is that, yeah. Is that plum nuts? <laughs> well, it, it, no, it was, it was before all that. <laughs> my, that. The hard luck thing was actually my what I would consider my first real band, where everybody could actually play. Yeah. And what he thought, but that was almost our name. We almost named the band Plum Nuts, and we were oh, that's having, funny. we were going to have a backdrop of a big set of purple testicles hanging in the back. <laughs> Didn't go oh, over too well. Hey, we 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 just uh, we thought better of it. We figured it might not uh, might not fly too well. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you always want to do country music? No, uh, you know I was kind of like you, probably not as hard as you were, but more, uh, I like the old rock stuff, yeah. 70s, 80s. Um, there's a band called Contagious for a while now, which is Steve Sizemore group. And uh, my mom was married to a guy and they he had a recording studio in his basement. So every time they came over, you know, I would kind of be the little groupie that would help carry their amps in and I'd right. stop they were the coolest thing ever. Right. And, um, when they would practice there and most of them were from hazard and I just liked their music, you know, they'd, they would do kiss and then they'd do some original stuff and, uh, you know, sticks and Alice Cooper and just all, all kinds of that seventies, eighties rock. Right. And I loved it. So that's kind of where I really, really got into it. And then kind of, start following that yeah. so to speak you know we we don't talk a whole lot but <clears throat> when we do i don't think there's ever a text message there's not some sort of kiss meme, yes which includes this morning yep yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that we've always bonded on the whole kiss thing yeah being a big influence oh yeah 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 i've always uh you know every time someone would come out with them back vhs tapes i would buy the set yeah and I think I still have them up in the attic in a black tote somewhere, but they may be melted now with the heat and everything else <laughs> that's gone in there. But, um, yeah, I, I, the last time they were at Rupp, a couple of years ago, yeah. I took Lindsay, uh -huh. you know, my wife, and I was like, hey, we're going to go see Kiss. And she's like, okay. And I'm telling her, I'm like, 
we'll put a bunch of dark eye liner on and whatever, you know. <laughs> and uh, we went, and obviously I had a great time. And I think she was just memorized by the, the fireworks and right, when yeah. they brought them down from the ceiling and things like that, you That's know. Funny. It's yeah. crazy, man. I mean, I, I, I've only seen them once. And that was on this, this last tour. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was always a fan the same way. My, my brothers had all the albums, you know, from... Hotter than hell, all, all the stuff. I mean, then the albums just got passed down from one to the next. And, yeah. And but I'd never seen them until maybe what three years ago. They started before COVID, so this was before COVID that I saw them. I saw them at yep. the Freedom Hall. Yeah. And I, I, all I remember is going back on my phone looking at videos and stuff that you know of us. And I mean, it was like I was acting like a five year old kid in there. You know. <laughs> I mean, it was just. Oh, it's great. The, the yeah. show just blew me away. Yeah, it's awesome. Know? So did you, uh, when you were playing in these bands, did you ever have the the want to be in a band like Kiss, All for One, One for All, or did you know you wanted to be a front man kind of deal? I knew I wanted to be a front man. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if it's just my personality or whatever it was, but when I first saw, you know, I guess Contagious when they were doing it to me back then, I thought everybody was looking at this guy because he's the singer. He's the one talking, and he's the one doing yeah. this. Well, then I started realizing, well, this guitar player can play, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, that's kind of cool, too, to do that. And then I thought, you know, I was so horrible on guitar. I was like, I'll never get to that, so I'd be better at doing this, yeah. you know. And uh, that's kind of where it went. And Brad Alford <clears throat> um, probably gave me my first big gig, I guess. I would go into Horseshoes uh, to see him. He'd always get me up, and then most of the time he would end up, you know, pretty much leaving for yeah. the night. And it'd be me and his band. They're like, "All right, what do you want to do now?" I was and, waiting on that. Yeah. Um, you know, we would end up finishing the night out or whatever, and then when he left, he won the Jim Beam contest. Yeah. And he went to Nashville for a while. If I'm telling this story right, and I ended up playing with his band, so it was kind of Scott Zed and Saddle Tramp at the time, you right. know. And we, we did um, a lot of gigs everywhere. And I'll tell this quick story real quick. We got a gig in Tennessee. And I was like, oh, great. Is it Nashville? No, no, no. It's this other small town. So basically, you take 27 through Nicholsville and just go straight. And when you cross the line, that's where the bar is. Yeah. So we saw this bar. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Nice. You know, you walk in and big bar, big stage. Hey, we're the band. We're here to set up. And they're like, oh, what's your name? And. We really didn't have a name. We were just like a saddle trim. They were like, all right. Well, we don't have, we show this other person on the bill. And I'm like, oh. And then they go, well, are you sure you're at the right bar? And we're like, ah, oh, they said go this way. And as soon as we cross the Tennessee line, try on the left. Big gravel driveway. Well, there's two bars here. I'm like, oh. And she said, well, check the one down here at the bottom of the hill. I'm like, all right. We walk in there. Well, I'm thinking it's a pool hall because that's what it looks like. We walk in, I'm like, hey, you guys supposed to have live music tonight? Yeah, this band called uh, Saddle Tramp. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that's us. Well, I'm looking around, and I don't see a stage anywhere. And John Gill was on bass at the time, and he was looking around. And then she goes, um, we usually set you guys up over in the corner. We're like, okay. So at this point, I'm kind of let down, right, because I've seen the other bar up on the hill. And she goes, and we're going to need your all's help. And we're like, okay. She goes, we have to move this pool table out to yep. set you all up. I've played those Duh. bars. So all four of us get on each corner of this pool table, and they're heavy. Oh, you know, yeah. it's the ones that take the change yeah. or not. And we get it outside on the sidewalk. Then we go in and set our stuff up, and 
kind of just yeah. it was what was really cool was we started off with what looked to be the locals and then within an hour they were packed yeah so someone had heard us and of course you know brad's band's always been great heard us and i guess they were at the other bar and all those people were just walking down to see us nice. you know and it was packed and, um the other part of that when we were done they call last call and all of a sudden we see the people pulling out kroger bags white bags out of their pockets women <laughs> pulling them out of their purse so they sold beer but you had to have it in a bag and everybody pulled their bags out kroger bags out <laughs> fill them up pay them and then walk out with them i mean I, you know but we i don't think we ever did put the pool table back we were just ready to get the hell oh, out no, of there. Never. No, no, I've played so. so many places that didn't have a stage, and usually they didn't help us. We just had to make a spot, make yeah. a hole. Wow. Yep. And I never put anything back. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, gigs like that, do you remember our Cooter Browns gig, the infamous Cooter Browns gig? Yes. Some of the details are a little hazy because I tried to forget it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but I have to tell the story. Because, uh, was it the first time I played with you? I believe like, it was. Like for a full night? Yeah. I know I'd yeah. sat in on a song or two, but uh, you called me to fill in for Jeff, I think. Yeah. Because originally Paul D was still going to be on the gig. Mm-hmm. We get there, though, and Paul D's sick. So, yeah, Paul Fleece shows up. Yeah. Well, I didn't learn any of the songs. <laughs> because I'm thinking, Paul D's there. Yeah. He's going to do all the heavy lifting, and I'm just going to fill all the holes. Right. Yeah. Paul ain't there. And I'm like, I don't know how any of these songs kick. I don't know the keys. I think we, did we even start before you lost your voice? Or, or we got like a set in? We might have got a set in, which is usually what happens. But you're Scott's, right, because I always leaned on Paul and Jeff to kind of Scott it. loses his voice, and now it's up to the remainder of the band, who half of them didn't know the songs, to sing. The rest of the night. <laughs> and I remember every song we would huddle together and be like, okay, uh, Mustang Sally, Knocking on Heaven's Door, like the easiest yeah, the basics, thing we yeah. can yeah. I don't care what style it is. <laughs> we have three hours to kill. Uh, but what's his name? I can't remember his name that owned the bar at the time, though. He always liked to get up and sing. Chris. Yeah. That yeah. killed about 20 minutes, which yeah. is good. But I just remember this is the longest night of oh, my life I because, yeah. and I was yeah. embarrassed because I didn't learn songs like yeah. I should have Yeah, but I was like we got a singer and I was like man I don't know if I ever want to play a Scott again you know <laughs> I get it but we made up for it but I, I remember that was probably hands down in my top three yeah. like strangest and longest nights of my mm -hmm. life <laughs> I, I did the same thing playing a wedding one time and you know I, I most of the time if I got to play weddings, wedding it's some kind of Crappy song. Mm -hmm. I know. And it's it, it's really hard to sit down and try to learn songs when you don't like them. Yeah. You know, because you yeah. just have to listen over. And so I, I, I never do. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I get, I'll listen to them enough to get an idea and I'll write the words down so I don't forget them. And I played this one wedding. It was it was outside wedding. And I wrote the words down, you know, I thought, well, I better write them. So I wrote them down with a, a, one of the little Sharpie pens, you know, so they'd be good and bold and I could see them. Right. First chord and the first word comes out of my mouth. It starts sprinkling rain, and all my words just start smearing down. And I'm so I made the whole damn thing up. I mean, there's nothing I can do, you know. I, yeah. Like so, I could remember the hook. 
That's about right. all I can remember. So I'm just making stuff up and throwing the hook in there every so often. Speaking of learning songs, so you are extremely good performer, and you were known for always doing current stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that because you liked it, or because you knew that was how you were going to get the crowd? Like, I, uh, knew how I was going to get the crowd. You played a different set list almost every time I saw you. Yes. It seemed like whatever was hit that week, yeah. Yeah. you did it. What, yeah. what was your strategy there? Well, the main thing was to keep keep the dance floor hopping. Because as you know, as people come in the bar, if they see, oh, the band's playing and the dance floor's already full and it's early, these guys must be good. And, you know, they're in and they're texting their friends, where are you at? Come up here. And blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I, I like everything. I mean, from the old stuff to the new stuff to, you know, there's a lot of the new stuff today I can't stand. But more of like your, uh, I guess at the time, you know, Jason Ivey was hot. Mm-hmm. Some of the Luke Bryan stuff was hot. <clears throat> but <clears throat> we would do that, and that would get a request up. Well, yeah. when they throw your request, and there's a twenty laying there with it, yeah, we'll do that song, <laughs> yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. And um, as you probably seen, as we would get later into the night, into our third set and whatnot, it would be more of the rock stuff. Right. Yeah. And you would see me probably come more alive at yeah. that point. And, uh, you know, get into it more. But, yeah, it was mostly we would follow the crowd and see what what works. Yeah. You know. Did you rehearse a lot? We did. I mean, yeah. you'd almost have to to do that. Every, uh, every week. Because it was, I mean, yeah, seriously, you probably have three or four new songs. Yeah. On a pretty regular basis, if not more than that, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we would, you know. Fuck that. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 some went over, some didn't. We would be like, all right, let's scratch it, or okay, let's try it again. And, um, you know, when you're a house band like that every weekend, you get a chance to do it. Or, you know, hell, we'd be like, oh, let's do it again in the fourth set. Well, that's one of the things we talked about is one of the, the plus sides to being a house band is you have that opportunity to polish something up, you know, mm-hmm. live in front yeah. of the crowd, you know. Yeah. Or your stuff's always there, you can rehearse there. Or, you know, yeah. like... Oh, that's, yeah. what, that's what we always did, you know, back in the day there. I mean, we'd come in and, you know, just through the week, we'd text, you know, hey, let's, let's work up these three or four songs. You know, each person learn a part, and we'd get in the bar early, run yeah. two or three times a piece, you know, and, and then so we're, we're gone. It's a know? lot easier yeah. to, oh, to yeah. work up new you stuff. You don't have to meet somewhere and rehearse. And, right, yeah. And do all that stuff. You got all your stuff there. You just walk in and run through them two or three times and, and move on down the road. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of upsides to being a house man. There's a lot of downsides. Both, yeah, yes, yeah. But that seems to be more on the upside of the the people we've had on so far. Like we've we've all seen like I wish it was still that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think what we've said a million times before. I, I think the scene was better that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had your, you know, your good acts were working. Your bad acts wasn't, yep. you know, because yep. you, had, you had to do something special to have that gig. You could not just, it wasn't like you could rotate any and anybody. Mm-hmm. And and the people knew where you were. Yeah. Well, like in your day, man, I mean, they knew where Scott said in back road were. They knew where yeah. I was at. Yep. And so if you got the crowd there, you knew it was because you were there because you didn't go anywhere yep. else. And that's what they come to see. Yep. Uh, you know, with changing it up all the time, you never know if you're getting a crowd because you're there or you're not getting a crowd because... 
they think somebody else. You just don't know. I always thought it was interesting too when uh, when I first started going to the city. I would notice that like I saw you first. Yeah. And I just assumed yeah some of these people are here to see you, but most of them are probably regulars. Right. I was wrong. I'd go see Scott, and it'd be a completely different, different five hundred people yeah. there. There's yeah. a few that did both. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But. Majority was a completely different mm-hmm. crowd because they came for the band. Yeah, that, yeah I always thought that those was, days are gone. I always thought that was a cool thing too because I mean I know after I left and I went in to see Scott and them guys a few times while they were there and it was you know it was just the same scene with different people. Mm-hmm. I mean you still had the outrageous crowds, everybody raising hell and having a good time, but it, it wasn't the same crowd that was in there when I was back in there playing. Yeah. You, I mean, you know, other you had you got your you got some of your usuals, yeah. Usuals is probably still in there yeah, today, yeah. no matter who's playing. But <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, it was it was a different crowd. You both you both can answer this for me. Uh, you're both Austin City Hall of Famers. We are. Uh, what does that mean to you? So to me, <laughs> I was I was ecstatic when they called and told yeah. me, and uh, that and I was honored. So, right. I don't know if you've seen pictures, or whatever from, but that night I actually had a shirt made up. I remember that, that. had everybody's yeah. name on yeah. it, you know. And uh, I, I don't know. I was just I was honored just to be, you know, something with him. Who, you know, George has been around forever, and everybody loves him. And uh, not everybody. Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> most of them anyway. Uh, and then you know, being there with Greg and Travis and Avery, and it was just it was. Uh, it was really cool, really special to me. Um, and that same night that they inducted me was also the night that Kentucky football beat Florida and Tennessee the same year. So you and that hadn't night. happened since yeah. Bill. Since Bill. Yeah. Yeah. So you all had a big night. Yeah, yeah. I remember FaceTiming Bill on stage. Yeah. And he's, I think he's saying congratulations. You can't tell because <laughs> it's so loud and. You know, and I was kind of calling him about the whole football thing. Yeah. You know, you're a legend. You're a legend. And I don't know if he even knew what I was saying, but I'm gonna guess he didn't get a cut of the door that night. No, <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so that night. Oh, you know, man. For me, it was the same. I mean, I I, I felt honored to, that they did it. I mean, I think one of the coolest things, you know, with me was. Deservedly so that Greg was the first, and then right. I got to be this the second guy behind Greg. I mean, that meant probably as much to me to be the guy behind Greg as it did to even be in the Hall of Fame at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just, yeah. you know, uh, I think it's nice anytime, you know, these places uh, in Austin City, you know, I will say this, they're really good for it, is showing the people that's right. been in there their appreciation and letting you know. I mean, uh, you know, it's not always that way. Yeah, so. that's what that's what I was getting to is it's nice to see an establishment really say, you know, look and it's not it's not a big class of people up you know, there's right. five, four or five? Right. Five, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's some places that have pictures of everyone who's ever played on the wall right. or whatever, yeah, you know, which is, is that's cool too. But having such a small group and to, you know, these guys really shaped this bar. We're going to give it back in some sort yeah. of way, and that way that that legacy will continue to go on. I, th- I just think that's a, a cool yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think they di- they're doing a really good job with that. Uh, you know, and I, like you say, I think it's cool that just not everybody's 
automatic, you know, because well, they haven't done one since uh, since me. Last one? Was your last one? Yeah, you did? yeah. So that's, that's been what two, three years. Well, twenty eighteen, and then of course okay. you had COVID, you know, yeah. in between yeah. there. But so I mean, that tells you something. I mean, right. you know, yeah. And they went, you know, what five, six years now, and not done one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it's weird. but you know. You've played there a lot more than I have, but we've spent a lot of nights in there. Oh, yeah. And uh, had some good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Probably a lot I don't even remember having, but... Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, do you, do you remember your first basement trip? <laughs> not No. <laughs> I might not even remember my last one, John. I remember when I first started playing there, for a very short period, they locked the door... Oh, yeah. Because of you. Because of me. Well, it wasn't just because of me. I mean, I had, there, you know, there were like five other guys in my band at that time, they too. They eventually so. started letting the bands go back down there, but there was a short period where they're like, you know, y'all just, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would imagine if, if the walls down there could talk, uh, we'd all be probably in prison. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Man, uh, did you ever have any want to... Was this a goal to be a superstar? Or was it just something you loved doing? Like, did it, you have the... I just, I love doing it, yeah. you know? Um, and even when I wasn't playing, I would try to go out and see everybody else play. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, sometimes we'd bar up, you know, let's go here for a set, and go here for a set, and you try to show show your love to everybody, everybody local. I never felt threatened or competition or anything like that now there'll be some nights where it's like you know we'd be playing and, and let's just say you know brad's a cadillac now i would always go in there first before yeah. we played just to kind of see yeah, what kind of night they're going to have and i'm yeah. like all right we got to have <coughs> these guys you know all in fun oh it's all and, it's uh, good for you too it's good for your show yeah yeah but yeah it was more i just i loved doing it. i loved entertaining and um you know, I, there for a while we were going to try to do the whole Nashville thing and make a run and see yeah. what happened. But I think we—I mean, there was a point. And I'm sure you guys the same way. We were getting so many gigs thrown at us, we were turning them down. Right. Yeah. You know, we were saying, "Get to it, call this guy, call you know, I'd say call Putin or call George or Avery or whoever," and yeah. I'd pass numbers out. You know, and um, and that's a good feeling. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then. Because I know you did it, too. We were playing, you know, three nights a week for a while. And then we did the the John Michael Fest there in Winchester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember Saturday night, it was packed. And we had played Thursday, Friday, Saturday, plus Friday and Saturday in Winchester at the John Michael thing. And of course, you, you, know, you drink all day and all that. And at 2 on that Saturday... Brock walked by the front of the stage and did the old thing with his hand where he said, keep going until 2.30. Yeah. Like, all right. And Sam was cramping up on drums. Yeah. And he was mm-hmm. like, I'm cramping up. I'm getting Charlie horses, man. Good yeah. Horse. And uh, I was like, all right, man, just give me like three songs. So Paul started Rocky Mountain Way, which you can drag out forever. Sure. And we kind of did that for like 10 minutes and then just cut it, you know, so... Um, I remember long nights when we used to do the uh, the soundstage at Rupp mm-hmm. and then have to go play afterwards. Yeah. And, yeah. of course, you can blame Ramsdale for getting everybody shit-faced before yeah. we have to go play the real game. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Because I never did the sound stage yeah. and showed up at 10 o'clock sober. Right. No. Ever. Yeah. I, I yeah. never did not do the sound stage and show up. <laughs> <laughs> Those were long nights, too. But, I, but I would fun do, ones. What he would do with me is, is, is con me into getting in these golf tournaments with him and, and Greg Austin, and then I'd go out and play golf with him all day, drink all day long. Yeah. Yeah. And then just come. Come in there about showtime long enough, for, you know, for Mama to cuss me real good before I waddled up onto the stage. Yep, yeah. You got uh, went up back to the trying to make it or whatever. You all have opened for a lot of big acts. A lot, um, a lot of them. Yeah. Um, was there ever a moment of we're almost there, or was those just lucky to get the call kind of situations? Um, lucky to get the call. I think the. The biggest one would probably be Red, White, and Boom. Yeah. I think you all were on that bill too with Gary Allen. Yeah, we were. Was the yeah. headliner. Yeah, yeah. Because if I remember, you all used our drum set. Could be. Yeah. Could be. We 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 went on first, and I remember you come up to me. And you're like, "Hey, man, can we just use your drum set? So we don't have to tear." I'm like, "Yeah, it's got the big Scott said Macros logo on it." You're like, "I don't give a shit," you know. And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so uh, I remember that was when you still wore cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that was, but we did a bunch of them. And then a couple of you mentioned the soundstage. I remember once, uh, Michael Jordan over, you know, at the bull uh -huh. came over and he's like, Hey, you want to share your stage with Jared Neiman? He was one of the opening acts for, I can't remember who was the headliner at Rupp, but you know, and I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> so Jared Neiman, I was like, yeah, man, if he wants to, you know, and then I realized who he was from one yeah. song, but he, he brought him out and just did like a little acoustic two song thing, yeah. you know, with us or cool. but by itself. And then we got back up, but it was, it was cool. Cause then everybody stays. They thought like the next person was going to come out. Right. You know? So well, that was always cool with doing, doing that. And then, uh, sometimes you'd have people come in the city mm -hmm. and, uh, you'd either go on after them. A lot of times, yeah, right? a lot of times we'd end up going on after the, the big egg. Yeah. Yeah. Instead yeah. of opening. Yeah. Finish the night out. Um, the Red, White, and Boom, I think, was my first gig with you as an actual member. Could be right, yeah. One of them. Yeah. Because uh, Dale was still in the band, so he, but you brought me on for that yeah. one show. And that may have been the first time I ever saw you play, was that show. Yeah. So I know, I remember it, but I don't think we knew each other at all. So, yeah. at all the guys and the, the deals that you voted for, who, who would you say, what was your biggest three or the biggest, you know? Um... I would say Gary Allen probably, and I like Gary, you know. Yeah. Um, I would say him. Uh, gosh, man, there's been so many. Um, I don't know if you really call it opening, but like the sound sage thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, man. Uh, Tim McGraw always brought a big crowd, so you yeah. have that. Um, I'd say one was uh, Blake Shelton. Yep. We opened up for him when he, you know, Austin was his big hit and just getting started. And he actually came out and, like, stood on the side and watched us. That's cool. And, yeah. yeah, that was really, really neat. So I would say those three, you know, that I can just think of right yeah. off. I mean, gosh, it's been forever. <coughs> well, well, I, uh, go ahead, sorry. well, I was just going to say, you know, sometimes you do things and it's just, even if they're bigger acts and if, if you're not, like, a big, huge fan, it's just, it's just another day on a job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there's certain ones where you're like, I can't believe I get to, you know, 
open up for this person or that person, you know. And yeah. It's exciting to do. Like when we did, you know, Diamond Rio, that was probably the, the last one that I've done in a long time that I was like, Actually yeah, I'd, li- I, I'd like to do that. You know? Yeah. You know, I really. Uh, there was one Eric Church was playing. They were up and we were doing the soundstage and I walked out with Tony. He was drumming for me at the time and he wanted to go get a backup snare. And, you know, Tony always had like that white hair and, you know, we all always dressed in black. Yeah. And we're walking back from the parking lot at the back of Rupp, walking back up, and there's all the tour buses where the security guard sees Tony carrying a drum. And, of course, we're both dressed <laughs> to play, and he just opens the gate. Right. And Tony just walks on through, so I follow. <laughs> and then we get to the actual back door, and they open the gate. And next thing I know, when we're in there, or in the door, we're behind the stage because they're doing the whole light test with the lasers and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Tony, go, come here, let's get a selfie real quick backstage, you know. And I, you know, to him, it was nothing because he missed all that. But yeah. Yeah. it was just kind of neat. And then we come out, like, behind this black curtain. And they had opened the doors and let people in. And then people started going, you know, he, again, he's carrying that snare. Yeah. And, oh, is that part of the band? Which band are they with? And blah, blah, blah. Taking pictures. And, you know, I was like, well, if you walk up to the civic shops, you'll see us, you know. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, it's those guys. But, um, but you know, going back, I forgot we did, you know, a lot of, we did twice with Confederate Railroad at Austin City. Yeah. And Justin Moore. Oh, yeah. You know, there. And th- those were fun gigs. Yeah. Um, and, and those guys were just super nice, man. It's funny. Um, you said you're, you're a fan of all that music, so it's probably bigger for you. But, like, a lot of the, the people that I've opened for are people I don't know because yeah. it's not music I listen to. And I always felt bad because we did a, I did a show open for Lee Bryce. And he was huge at the time. I mean, yeah. he was big. Yeah. And I knew he was big, but I just didn't listen to him, so I wasn't excited. Like, I was glad to be there, and I was grateful. Yeah, yeah. But I felt like the asshole in the group because everyone else was really, like... Excited about yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there going, where's the check? You know? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but turns out, uh, we, we got to hang out with him afterwards. Yeah. And he was... Super cool guy, but we ended up just the two of us ended up bonding over wrestling because the the festival we were playing, um, Lex Luger, a couple others, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan were um, like half a mile down the road doing an exhibition match or something. Yeah, and I didn't find out about it until after we were already at the stage. Yeah, and I was like, shit, I would have loved to have seen that. You know, let's hurry up and play. I want to go watch. You know, Lex Luger and all this. <laughs> yeah, and I missed it. And like they're gone. And I was like, damn. So I was outside the bus of Lee Bryce's bus, smoking and sulking because I'd missed <laughs> the wrestling match. He comes out and we start talking about it, and he's like, "Are you serious? They were here." He didn't know either. Yeah. Then a line forms of these people wanting to get his autograph. Yeah. One of them turns out to be Hacksaw's wife. Really? So she calls Hacksaw. Yeah. And uh, they arrange for a bar. This is in Huntington. They arrange for a bar that's everything's closed. Open back up just for Lee Bryce's band, our band, and Hacksaw. <laughs> and me and Lee Bryce were, at that night, we're best friends. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I can give a shit about your music, but you're great. <laughs> I was like, let's hang out. You know, this is awesome. So it's always, always felt weird. <clears throat> Because I was always opening for acts that I didn't know. Yeah. But it yeah. was always a cool show, and I was glad to be there, but just awkward, you know. Yeah. Especially when you get to meet them and realize they're yeah. great, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you got that, and then sometimes it's just like, you know, sometimes you open up for acts that you do know. 
Yeah. Like, you know, we, we, we opened a couple of shows for, you know, Eddie and Troy. Yeah. I mean, they, they were great. It was great shows to be on, but it wasn't but like... But you were already I, friends. I was like, I know these dudes, man. Yeah. This ain't no big deal. I'm going to <laughs> They've cut some of my songs. I'm smoke their ass and then go drink a beer with them. <laughs> so what got you to slow down? Because now you're doing, what, maybe one or two a year? Yeah. Yeah, more, you know, shows. we label them as reunion shows. Yeah. But, um... Life or... Life, family... Uh, you know, had my daughter and then, uh, now I have a son, you know, who's seven and just, you know, the wife said, she kind of, Hey, you got to start being a dad here. You know, yeah. you've been a rock star for a long time. It's time to, <laughs> I said, you're right, you're right, you're right. And, um, that, and I've enjoyed it, man. You know, I've been, uh, you know, coaching, coaching his football team, the flag football team, the t-ball team. And although some days it can get under your skin a little bit, you know, but then at the end of the day, you love it. Right. You know? Yeah. And, um, and then work, you know, just a lot of travel. As I told you, I think I've listened to every podcast on an airplane. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, with my traveling, I'm like, oh, I need to download this and this. And, you know, it helps pass the time. And, and I love listening to them, everybody's stories and things like that. And I think what you all are doing here is awesome. This it's podcast. been fun. I mean, yeah, and uh, especially to have you know, I'm enjoying having the people I don't know very well. Yeah, um, but I'm really enjoying people that I do know because we ne- we just don't hang out. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, it's plain and simple. We never see each other unless we're working, and I, I've never sat at a table with you. I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think this, so either. You know, <laughs> maybe that diaper party that one time. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. I think that, that was, was the first his time. Idea, we man, he was just like you know, he said it's just. It's just like a, an excuse to sit down and just shoot the shit with people that we don't ever get to talk to. Yeah. Because they're either playing somewhere and we're playing somewhere. Or it, it just, you don't get to sit down and do it. So I, it's turned out cool, man. I've loved every one of them. And it, it doesn't count when you're playing a gig and say you walk in and like, hey, you want to get sing one? We don't talk. Yeah. No. Right. Like, hey, man, what's up? Fist bump and you yeah. sing and then I don't see you again. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Yeah. But we're excited that you're there. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. it, you know. Um, when, uh, so when you are doing these reunion shows, are they, uh, what's that feeling? Is it oh, like a deja vu or is it a totally different feel? Uh, it's it's deja vu. Yeah. yeah. We'll still, you know, we'll rehearse a little bit and uh, what do we want to do? What do you want to do new? What do you want to do old? You know, so you still do like new that. stuff even for the reunion? Uh, I say new. I wouldn't say new song, just new to us. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, I've always wanted to do this. Let's do it. We're only yeah. playing one night. Make it fun. Know? Yeah. All right. And uh, pretty much the guys, they just they, uh, they let me do whatever. All right, send the set list out and we'll learn it. And, yeah. You know, so that's fun. And then, you know, the first, so there's the Lexi Awards. Yeah. Right. David puts on and uh, we were the first one, shockingly, we were the first one to win the first year mm-hmm. that they had it. <laughs> And I was shocked. You was know, it fourth country band? It country? was, yeah. They had all these different categories. And uh, we somehow got nominated. And, you know, we don't see the votes. So you just show up and kind of like an award show. Yeah. And, you know, and Avery's behind me. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, he's going to get it. And Court Kenton was in there. So I think, okay, well, he's young. And he's going to get it. And I can't remember who else was in there. And Hoopy and I went. And Tony. And I remember when they called my name. Hoopy just hits my leg, and I was like, did they just say my name? Yeah. You know? And, of course, I I don't ride. I'm horrible at riding, but 
Tim Hillard actually, I'd asked him, hey, can I record this song? I love the song you did. He was like, you know, I don't give a shit, man. Go ahead. Yeah. I was like, all right. And I said, if I ever make it, I'll pay you for it, you know, as a joke. And when they called my name, they played that recording that we had did. Okay. And it just, it was, I was blacked out from it because I was, A, shocked that I had won that. And as I'm walking up, you know, people are kind of high-fiving you or whatever. And then I realized it's that song. Yeah. And, and you know uh, you're going to have to write a check to Tim. Yeah, I was like, oh, great, here we go. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was fun and exciting and very unexpected. So. Was there ever a Scott Sid album in the works? I, there was. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard any recordings. Yeah, no, Besides we did. Live. We did some demo stuff, you yeah. know, like three songs, pass out the bars, and here, have us. And then we got to that point where we didn't have to look for gigs. They looked right. for us. So yeah, we didn't have to worry about you know, that stuff anymore. Yeah, so that was nice. Um, uh, you all were big into merch too for a while, weren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that merch, was Ian. <laughs> merch was always hit and miss with me. Like yeah. I could never figure out how to do it right. You know. Yeah. And now that we're everything's you know the streaming and mm-hmm. all that, you know, well, no point making CDs anymore. Now they ask for them. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have them to ask for. If you got a yeah. shit pile of them, yeah. can I get this online? Yeah. You can get all out of this box over here. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just it's ass backwards. It's whatever yeah. you ain't got. That's what they'll ask for. Yeah. So I, yeah. yeah. I, think, we, I think I made some of your you did your swag, your yeah. stickers <laughs> and stuff. Sticker stuff. Yeah, we did. We ended up doing a band account, and we'd all put so much in it from each gig, and Ian and I both have access to it. And I just kind of let him run it all, you know. It's like, have at it, man. And he would work deals on shirts and we'd sell them and we just put all that money back into it. And then we'd use it a lot too, like when we would do the, some of the out of town gigs. Yeah. You know, um, gas, hotel rooms, whatever. And then it got to where we were actually starting to make money. And we, you know, did hats, shirts. I think we had hoodies at one time. Were you ever um, at a point where you didn't need a day job? I could have been, yeah. yeah, could have been, um, but could have been is I'd the, been at my day job forever. It's and, the theme of my life, <laughs> you know. Could have been because <laughs> you know when we were the house band at Austin City. Paul and I did acoustic at Horseshoes, right, from seven to nine. Yeah. We built that crowd up where we brought in Jeff too. Yeah, and me, Paul, and Jeff. Jeff and Paul had harmonies for days. And, you know, you get us three on, so it'd be me and Paul on Friday night, and then on Saturday, there'd be a bigger crowd there at Horseshoes. We'd bring Jeff in, because yeah. they started paying us more money. And then, Hasty Street was the band then, and, like, the keyboard player would show up first, and he'd just flip his keys on and start playing with start us, playing. you know. And it ended up being a really cool thing, but then we'd have to break down real quick. I mean, luckily, they had a house PA, so we just plugged in and unplugged, and, you know, I didn't really play much, but... Uh, we'd have to break down and get out of there and get to Austin City. I've got a funny Jeff story. Ready. <laughs> uh, so anytime that I would sit in with you or fill in, it was always for Jeff. It was never for Paul. Yeah. And uh, I ran into Jeff at a ZZ Top concert one night. And we knew who each other were, but I don't think we'd ever met. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, you filled in for me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you need to fill in for Paul so we can play together. Yeah, he's like we never played together before. And I was like, I never really <laughs> thought about it because I was like, I know I've played with Scott, but I'm always filling in for you, yeah. you know. And every time something comes up, and uh, Jeff will send me a message, he's like, man, I can't wait. We're gonna play this weekend. We get finally get to play together. 
and then I'd end up backing out, or he'd back out. Something would yeah. happen, and it wouldn't work out. Yeah. We finally got to play together for the first time, I don't know, maybe six months ago, with Cherry Bomb. Oh, nice. Uh, and, I, and I just showed up. It was just a sit-in deal, you know, yeah. set two yeah. or three songs, but it was like looking across the stage at Jeff, I'm like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and you talk about a guitar collection. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, he showed me. He <laughs> it, it would always be kind of a joke of what he's going to bring the next weekend. Right. You know? So, he's like, well, any request? And, you know, he had some cool ones that I liked. Yeah. My, my, so. I'm going to put the pressure on you right now. Is there going to be another reunion anytime soon? There is. Uh, January 7th, the first Saturday oh, so soon. in the year. Yeah. Okay. You might not be able to pull it off that soon, but I was going to say, I think there should be a Scott Sid album at the next reunion. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I don't know. That, that, that would be quick. Of course, I'd have to ask him. I, you know, I want to cut one of his songs. Sure. You cut them all. Uh, you know, <laughs> every time we give me, I'm like, hey, let's do yours. You're like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. You all did that one night. I sat in and, uh, I'd already started playing with George, and you were like, let's do Every Woman. I'm like, okay, cool, you know. But I had never played the rhythm over a woman. Yeah. I'd always just play that lead part. Yeah. That's all mm-hmm. I knew to it. And I think you did it in a different key, too. Well, Paul sang that one. And uh, But uh, they looked at me like, you know, you're going to kick this and all that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> uh, that's not how we do it. Um, how do you all kick it? You know, yeah, I remember that being yeah. a little confusion. We finally got it. And then Paul's like, oh, by the way, it's in this key. And I'm like, shit. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Rework my brain real quick because it's already in a weird key. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, I remember that. But uh, did you do any besides Over a Woman? Yeah. Honky Tonk Honky Tonk World. Uh, Over a Woman. We did a lot of acoustic when we would play at Horseshoes. Yeah. Um, now, on my, the, my Hall of Fame, you, were, you got up and did mm-hmm. it with us that night. Yeah. Home. Yeah. We did yeah. Home yeah. Home yeah. Home together that night. Yeah. Yeah. Good times, man. Man, uh, if I ask everybody, but if you could play anywhere in the world, what would be your bucket list venue to play? So, I've kind of played it. So we did back in our in the heyday. So we this, were doing will, this will take my other question of coolest place you've played. Yeah, you, <laughs> two and one. And when we got um, offered to play the Bengals, one of the Bengals games. That's right. The Jungle Zone That's or whatever. Right. I and I was just head over heels for it. Yeah. You know? yeah. I remember because we played off the city Saturday night. Yeah. And it was one of those I told Brock, I was like, hey, man, we have to quit at two o'clock no matter what the crowd is. Because um, we had to be set up, sound checked, and off the premises by 8 a.m. up there. Wow. And we pretty much left most of the gear. Mm-hmm. You know, the guys just took the guitars and, uh, you know, cymbals, stuff like that. And we went, I, I remember going home, grabbing a quick shower and laying down in the guest room. And then the alarm goes off at like 5. Yeah. I'm like, oh. You know, and get up there of course i'm excited and we get set up and everything well we did sound check and they're like all right it's it was like eight fifteen. the guy comes back he goes hey guys you gotta i was like all right all right we're good he goes but you can leave your cars up here we're thinking oh thank god you know and we're looking around I'm like well what was what y'all want to do and of course tony was like let's go get a beer i'm like all right why not? <laughs> and it was it took me a while to get that first beer down you know at yeah, 8 30 in the morning say, yeah but i was like 
you know. But that was uh, I, the coolest by far. Uh, bucket list, I would say that, you know. How did you get that gig? Uh, two years of emailing them. So you were after it? Yes. Yeah. That's cool. And had kind of, hey, can I get on this year? Can I get on this year? You had to send demos in and, uh, you know, your set list and pretty much your firstborn, all this stuff. And <laughs> they they paid you and they gave you tickets to the game. Of course, we had season tickets. So yeah. I told the guys, like, hey, you got some buddies where you want to come up to the game? And But we finally got the offer. And, of course, they said, here's the only spot we have open. And it was a spot we were, you know, been playing all weekend. I'm like, oh. So that Saturday night, I hardly sang at all because yeah. I wanted to save my voice, you know. And uh, we got up there, we did it. It was cold. <laughs> I remember that. But yeah, we we nailed it. It was just that was kind of a dream thing for me. Other than, you know, I obviously like playing rub or something big like sure. that. But. Was the response what you expected? Like, yeah, was it? Was it yeah, it, you know, it started slow. Yeah, they I think they opened at like nine a.m. or ten a.m. And you quit at twelve thirty because the game starts at one. Mm-hmm. And there between, you know, there was a two hour thing there. Uh, WBN, the rock station, oh, yeah. was up there, and they're set up like right across from you. So it was there? They had this light, and when they would turn it on, you couldn't play because they were doing like a live yeah. stream, you know. Yeah. But they did mention us on the radio nice. and stuff like that. WBN was my, that's what I grew up with. Yeah. 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 I remember going to the fireworks show because oh, I'm yeah. from Northern Kentucky, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that was, that was the coolest gig. Awesome. I think. We, uh, other than playing with George that night, we got to do a few months ago. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was fun for me. Ranked right up for <laughs> no practice. And Austin kept texting me, you guys want to come in and practice? The other guys do. And I'm like, <laughs> oh man we'll be alright yeah. you know and what, do you, what do you think I'm like I think we'll be fine you know yeah. so I mean I can see that I mean it's like I think my greatest uh, the coolest thing I ever did was when I got to sing the anthem at Rupp oh yeah senior that was senior night senior right? night Tennessee and Rupp and Tennessee and the Cats oh wow and uh, it was my favorite and, and my most nerve wracking yeah I mean they, they stuck me in a little room I think Nicole was with me and, and the whole room's decorated. You know, they got all the shirts in there, and she came back, and I got this nice blue dress shirt on. She's like, now you can wear any of these shirts you want to when you go out to sing the anthem. She said, no, you just take them all home with you. You know, and we got seats down on the end. Yeah. Oh, nice. They man, gave you clothes? I, they gave me tons of cat's merch, man. Like, I mean, they had, like, every T-shirt you could imagine because they was like, <laughs> pick one and wear it, and then just take what, the rest of them home with you. Huh. I didn't wear any of them. I just threw them all in a bag and wore my blue shirt. But I... <laughs> I just remember, man, walking out of that tunnel and Kentucky's teams lined up oh, on this wow. end and yeah. Tennessee's on this end, and I walk out on that tunnel and I'm thinking, and I never, I've never been on that floor before in my life, and I thought, man, I'm, I'm getting ready to walk out in the middle of Rupp Arena, and it, it, had it not been one of my buddies from back home had seats right there in that corner, and if it, it had not been for when I walked out, him yelling at me. I don't think I'd ever got through it, but as soon as I heard him, like, yeah, George, and I looked up and seen who it was, like, <laughs> right. you know, and, and got through it. Yeah. And, but yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, when you get to play for your your team, it's, it's just, it's, it's well, that's a, yeah. that's cool. That's another good question is uh, getting nervous for that. Were you nervous for that? Game? I was, yeah. And I've, I don't think I've ever been nervous, really. really. I mean, maybe a little jitters here and there, but 
Yeah, it was. I, I was. Because yeah. I'm like, there's all these people that don't know us, you know. And they have a lot of good bands come through there that yeah. do that. Um, and, but, you know, about halfway through the first song, I was fine. Was the whole band in Bengals gear? And no, just you? me, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just me. Everyone else still all black. <laughs> yeah, probably from the clothes the night before. That's funny, yeah. Man. Dude, I'm glad you came on, man. And uh, Dude, yeah. glad to call you a friend. Had a blast doing this. Likewise. Uh, so you said January 7th. January 7th, City. Austin City. Yep. Scott said in Backroads Band. Check it out. Guaranteed good time. Hopefully they'll do some more. Um, was that Friday or Saturday night? You know? That's a Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. Before we sign off, I'm going to tell you something, man, and I mean this from both. Out of everybody that I know around this area, you are without a doubt, in my opinion, the best entertainer that I've seen step out on the stage. Thank you, sir. Oh, I would agree. I, yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, it means a lot. You, so. you ain't that great at singing, but well, yeah, yeah, never, just, never claimed to be. But you but, are. I, I've always thought yeah. that. But every time I've seen you guys, I thought, man, this this guy knows how to read a crowd. He knows how to work a crowd. You always do it perfectly. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank yeah. you. It's always fun when you see the crowd respond to that too, because I've gone to several of your shows where. So shit, sometimes you have like light boxes and stuff oh, yeah, that you can yeah. jump up on or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and there was always something going on or something to look at. And then, or, or you go out, you and Ian might crawl on the bar or something mm-hmm. and sing or play or shit, you might as well have done flips and had pyro. Uh, it would have been just as cool. But um, it's a guaranteed show. You're still doing that too at the reunion stuff. Oh, yeah. Nothing's, yeah. nothing's different, right? Yeah, right. All right. So yeah. January 7th, Austin City, Scott said Backroads Band. Check it out. Till next time, we'll see you guys later. Thanks, Scott. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you all for joining us this evening. And uh, we want to thank our guest, Mr. Scott said. It was a privilege to have him on. And uh, he's another one of those guys. I'm sure down the road there's going to be a part two. Y'all make sure to check us out and get this on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you get all your digital music. Uh, make sure and go out and look up the, the new George Moulton releases too on uh, Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. And catch me every Sunday morning from uh, 8 till noon on 105.5 Hank FM playing all the classics. Until next time, later. <laughs>